are listening to TKO on CFIU Radio 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. Hey, everybody, what is happening? It's your girl, Janan Red, here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, and other combat sports. Wow, that was a really high pitch and but oh well we also discuss some issues <laughs> that surround the world of fighting and talk about the notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and where they're now so hey y'all what's happening oh my god i'm so excited today i'm just so excited as a default thing i don't know why maybe it's the world cup yes shout out to the world cup and I know some of you guys out there, some of you guys are diehard, just just purest combat sports fans. And don't worry, man, I get you. I am actually, in fact, one of you guys. But when something as exciting as the World Cup, as the FIFA World Cup is happening, it would be great injustice to just not talk about it or at least don't even mention it here on TKO because just like I said it's a phenomenal show and um, if you're actually okay so here's the thing if you're a huge diehard combat sports fan I bet one of the main reasons why you're actually gravitated towards combat sports is because of all of that adrenaline and all that excitement that goes into those events and those fights well the World Cup is actually for you because Okay, honestly, I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. Every single game that I've personally watched so far, there has not been a single dull moment. That's how exciting the games are, and you don't really know what's actually going to happen. As a matter of fact, for this particular World Cup, um, at least how how I personally compare it. So your girl actually isn't just into combat sports. I actually watch a little bit of soccer on the side too. Holla. So for me personally, when I compared it to previous World Cups, this World Cup in particular was really interesting because as of now, we're actually seeing the underdogs coming on top and winning over huge, huge favorite teams like Germany and uh, Brazil hasn't actually gotten any wins yet, just yet. So this is actually pretty exciting. And uh, because of just like I said, because of the fact that you don't really know which teams are going to move forward and what's actually going to happen, I would definitely recommend all of you guys all of you actually in particular all of you combat sports fans okay do watch the world cup it's super exciting you will definitely not regret it and um if you're having problems with the rules of the game and you don't really watch soccer at all well listen man just just follow the ball and see how how dynamic it is in the field yeah, honestly, and um, just see how Cristiano Ronaldo does his thing, man, and how Neymar Jr. does his thing, and uh, it's so exciting. Just like I said, definitely do watch the World Cup games. Do not miss this opportunity. It's like it comes every four years, and um, trust me, man, trust me, man, you will not be disappointed, all right? So just like I said, shout out to the World Cup. All right, fam, so now back to the real things that we have lined up for today. So... Yay, how are you guys doing? I miss you guys so much ever since last week. 
Uh, before we get started, actually, I'm going to give a big shout out to Roberto Duran. It was his birthday on June 16th, actually, over this past weekend. just want to give a big shout out to him. Thankfully, he's one of those legendary boxers that is still with us, thankfully. So we should still, while he's still with us, I feel like we should appreciate him and acknowledge him for all the great things that is actually done for the sport of boxing. So shout out to Roberto Duran. Happy birthday, sir. And. And uh, wish you all the best with this um, retirement thing that is going on with you and everything that else that you have going on in your life, sir. So there's that. And this is kind of unrelated, but also on June 16th, this is like a fun fact for y'all. Tupac Shakur was also born on the same day on June 16th. Rest in peace, Tupac. I feel like if I didn't mention that as well, it would be a very bad thing for the hip-hop community. And, uh, man, yeah, I just had to put it out there. You know what I'm saying? So I had to put it out there. Shout-out to Tupac Shakur and Roberto Dorian for being born on June 16th. All right. So now let's actually move on to what we have lined up for today. So today I have a few fight announcements for y'all talking about um what an exciting summer we have coming up in terms of combat sports we're going to be talking about that some of the major events that are uh, going on in the next couple of weeks and months i know some of these events i've already kind of touched on in our previous episodes but this time around i okay i really do want to emphasize the importance and the implications of these events that are about to happen during the summer so that you guys actually know how good of, of fights these fights actually going to be and how important it is for you guys. Yes, you guys actually go out there and watch these fights when they're actually going to happen, okay? So we're going to be announcing a few fights here and there. What else do we have? Yeah, so the main actually breakdown that we have for today is going to be the UFC Fight Night Singapore um, card. So that's going to be headlined by a fight between Donald Cowboy Cerrone and Leon Edwards. So that's going to be a pretty exciting fight. But we're also going to be breaking down a few of the other fights that are happening on the main card of that Singapore card. Okay, so we have that lined up. And what else? Oh, I have. Okay. Actually, though, I know if you're a huge boxing fan, you probably know the news that I'm going to be breaking to you guys, but I'm still going to break it to y'all because it's it's a very important thing to talk about. So I also have a very big um, news, boxing news to drop here on TKO. You heard it here first, but I know you probably heard it first, actually, uh, on ESPN or something, but... This is the first time that we're actually breaking this here on TKO. All right. So are you guys ready? I'm super ready. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Okay. So first, let's get started by talking about the announcements, I believe. Okay. So just like I've been saying for the past, I think, month, guys, UFC 226 is happening in less than three weeks now on July 7th. You guys already know it's going to be headlined by the phenomenal fight, the super fight, actually, between Daniel Cormier, DC, the current light heavyweight champion at the UFC, and he's going to be fighting against the current heavyweight champion at the UFC, of course, Stipe Miocic. 
And oh, I, okay, I know this fight is like three weeks away, but I'm still super excited for it. And I really wish that we had. I w okay. Here's the thing. Here's what I actually wish. I wish the promoters would actually break up all of the fights that are happening on this um, UFC 226 card and actually break it down into separate fight cards so that we, the fans, don't actually have to anticipate as much throughout the whole summer for this just one night. Uh, for for all these phenomenal fights to happen on the same night, I mean, yes, that's also good good in a way, in its own way, but I feel like it's just really uh, you're taking away its whole purpose when you have big, big, major, major fight cards on just one night. And then you pretty much don't have anything lined up for the weeks prior. So like, um, I, I'm not sure if you guys actually noticed, but this uh, past weekend, we didn't have any fights, actually any fights. So I don't know, maybe it's their strategy or whatever it is. But I personally, if I were the promoter, I would have broken down at least some of those fights into a separate uh, fight card or m multiple fight cards, actually, and, um, uh, you know, um, disperse them throughout the summer or the year and then let the fans enjoy those because sometimes I feel like, unfortunately, another effect of these big, big um, fight cards is that, yes, you do have that big of course, main events of that evening for that major fight card for that Super Bowl, so-called Super Bowl fight card, um, the biggest fight card that you're going to have for that year. But unfortunately, yes, the remainder of the fights on that whole card are obviously going to be amazing. But there, some of them, unfortunately, will go unnoticed because of some of the other fights that are happening on that same card. And yes, they could have been exciting fights and the, the fighters could have potentially put their lives on the line for, for, for to actually put on a good show for the fans. But unfortunately, they just go unnoticed because of the fact that there's just so many fights happening at the same time, so many good fights happening at the same time. So because of that, just like I said, I would have broken it up. It's different fight nights. But oh well, I'm not Dana White and I'm not the promoter just yet, but we'll see. And um, yeah, just like I said, I just want to put this out there that UFC 226 is happening in less than three weeks. So keep your heads up and mark your calendars, people, okay? If you miss this fight card, I don't know if you can actually consider yourself a fight fan, man. So just like I said, definitely do try to catch up with all the... I would say press conferences and all the pre-fight um, accessory things that are going to be happening in regards to this UFC 226 card, okay? Alrighty, so next boxing news. Okay, so the next one, I've, I actually haven't talked about this particular one in a couple of months now, I believe. But if you guys do remember, so the World Boxing Super Series, so their promotion is actually... Um, having a very phenomenal tournament, you could say, for the Ali Trophy. So they pretty much line up the best boxers uh, of each roster, so like each uh, weight division rather, and they line them up against each other. And um, here on TKO, I, I do remember that we broke down like two of the fights, two of the semifinal fights that took place in regards to this Ali Trophy um, tournament. And of course, whoever wins this tournament is um, quote unquote considered the 
best boxer of all time, you know, blah, blah, blah. And of course gets the Ali, the Muhammad Ali trophy, which is a huge honor. And um, so this final, the final for this um, super series for this Ali trophy championships is actually going to be happening at the end of the summer. So you guys probably remember that from the two semifinal events that we had, we had Callum Smith and George St. Groves moving on to the finals and George St. Groves, he unfortunately, um, during the fight that he was having for the semifinals, I believe it was against, man, was it against um, Chris Eubanks Jr.? I Unfortunately, I can't properly remember, but I re do remember that he injured his shoulder while he was throwing a punch mid-fight and um, it was horrible, but he still continued to fight and he actually won his fight, obviously, but now he's taken a few months off to do surgery on his shoulder and um, he's trying to take some time off to fully recover his shoulder and um, hopefully we'll see this um, final bout between Chris, um, or rather George St. Groves and um, Callum Smith. Okay, so this fight is going to be super exciting and it's going to be happening at the end of the summer or early September. That's what the promoters are saying, but I just want to put this out there because um, I, okay, so me personally, I hadn't watched any of the World Boxing Super Series fights prior to that, but when I did watch the Ali Trophy fights, they were super exciting and I feel like the promotion did a phenomenal job of um, promoting the fights and um, making it, like making it worthwhile for the fans and whoever paid for the pay-per-views to actually watch those fights. They actually put a lot of effort in and I really do appreciate that. So definitely, uh, I will actually keep you guys updated on the exact date of when this uh, final bout is going to be happening for the Ali Trophy. But just like I said, I just want to put this out there so that you guys know. All right, so there's that. And of course, breaking news, breaking news. Yes, Triple G and Canelo rematch is finally happening on September 15th. Oh my goodness. So finally it's happening. It was supposed to happen on Cinco de Mayo. But unfortunately, we all know all the chronicles that went down and all the drama with Canelo Alvarez and the allegedly uh, contaminated meat that he had consumed and the meat uh, contained allegedly clenbuterol and um, it, he actually tested positive for clenbuterol and it's illegal to test positive for clenbuterol and so he was suspended blah 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 and um, Triple G was um, set to fight another guy for to for actually defending all of his belts and it was a super easy fight for him. But of course, that doesn't replace the fight that all of the fans anticipated. The, f the fights that was going to be determining who's the best, uh, arguably the best boxer of the modern era. Because, okay, you can put, I feel like you, you in this particular argument, you have to separate the heavyweight boxers like Anthony Joshua and Deontay Walter. You have to separate them from this um, argument. Let's talk about the rather normal i mean don't take it the wrong way but okay heavyweights are like titans so we can't really put them in this roster but i feel like in terms of the 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 regular boxers that we talk about so like the middleweight boxers and the guys that don't really weigh as as much as the heavyweights obviously but are still talented talented and technical boxers so in that roster whoever wins this fight is 
to be considered the greatest boxer of our era. And um, I say this, of course, because you get to remember in the first fight that Canelo and Triple G had, I think it was in um, September of 2017. Yes, yes. So when they had their first fight, the fight was so close that the judges actually gave it a draw. So nobody really won that fight, even though personally, I would have given the fight to Triple G, Gennady Golovkin, because... It was just so obvious, and I feel like, uh, yes, it was a close fight, but ultimately I would have given the fight to uh, Gennady Golovkin. But now we are actually getting a rematch, so the wait is almost over. Hopefully, fingers crossed, nothing else happens this time. And I hope that, because uh, Canelo, after the news broke out that he had tested positive for clenbuterol, he actually underwent a knee surgery and he's currently recovering from that surgery. So hopefully um, that doesn't really make him any more prone to other injuries while he's training, while he's in training camp. And so, yes, this fight is actually less than 90 days away. And I personally cannot wait until this fight actually does happen. I cannot. Okay. I cannot be, uh, I cannot believe this fight is actually happening. I'm going to be totally honest with you guys until both guys make their walk into the ring and are facing against one another on fight nights. Because prior to that, anything can happen as we already know. Even one night before the fight, something uh, totally random can go down and the fight might not uh, potentially happen. So I really do pray to all the combat sports and boxing gods that this fight does actually take place and we finally get to see who is actually in fact going to be the best boxer of our era okay so there's that guy september 15th canelo versus triple g number two is happening all right so i think that is all of the and uh, new stuff that i want to talk about today uh yeah i don't think anything else like anything major happened besides all of the things that i talked about right now so yeah i will definitely keep you guys updated in regards to uh, some of the things that I just talked about, some of the updates with the dates and things like that. Don't worry, okay? And now let's get down to the sweet part of the show. Yes, the breakdown of the fights. Yes, here we are. UFC Fight Night Singapore. Yes. So actually, because this fight is happening in Singapore, you guys have to double check the time because usually when they have their fights in Asia or Europe, they usually happen... And, and like during the day for all of us people, like for all the people living in the Eastern time zone um, uh, area, I guess. So you actually have to double check for your area to see when the fights are happening um, according to your time zone. OK, so but all I can tell you is. Of course, these fights are happening over the weekend. So keep an eye out for the actual uh, time of these fights, though. OK, so yeah, definitely do keep that in mind. All right. So first off, so I think this is the third last fight of the evening. So this fight is actually going to be between two 
Um, I believe these ladies are at, okay, so usually they fight at Bantamweight uh, slash Strawweight, but I think these two ladies are going to be actually fighting at Flyweights, which is 125 pounds, okay? A new weight division that they've actually put on for, for ladies at the UFC. So this fight is going to be between Jessica Evil Eye and Jessica Rose Clark, and it's going to be super exciting because not only is Jessica Evil Eye so Jessica I her her uh, nickname rather is evil don't don't be mad at me because I call her evil that's her own nickname fam okay so Jessica I this is important for her. this is a very very important fight for her because she out of all of her uh, recent fights at the UFC most of them unfortunately she has lost and um but the thing is, the good thing about those losses is, I it, it, you'd be surprised to hear that. I mean, when you say loss, you it, it it automatically brings on a negative connotation to it. But the thing about her losses were that Jessica Evil Eyes' uh, losses actually weren't super dominant like she wasn't completely dominated by her opponents and the fights were usually super close so the f the decision could have gone either way so because of that she always got another chance to prove herself to the world and to the fan base and so this is her chance man this is her chance to once again prove herself to the entire world uh, as to why she still deserves to uh, stay in the UFC as a UFC fighter and then Jessica Rose Clark she's actually one of those newer gals in the UFC but she's super talented her striking is on point and she actually trains at um, 10th Planet Jiu Jitsu which is a very very uh, well-known no-gi jiu-jitsu academy run by eddie bravo shout out to eddie bravo he's the man and so just like i said jessica jessica rose clark's um uh, skills are actually everything's there and um you know every she has every weapon that she wants to use in in a fight in a potential mma fight so because of that this fight is going to be really interesting because jessica Evoli, she usually brings on brings on her striking game and so it's really interesting to see how this fight is actually going to go. Is it going to be a full-on stand-up fight? Or is um, Clark actually going to take, uh, take down Jessica Evil Eye and um, potentially submit her? Because that's sort of like her forte, you could say. So it's really interesting to see... With what game plan does each um, uh, lady actually come into the octagon with? So because of that, I definitely do recommend all of you guys to do watch this fight. It's going to be super exciting. And if Jessica Rose Clark uh, wins this fight, she's on the rise to become a potential star in the UFC because of the phenomenal um, wins and performances that she's had actually over the um, uh, past few fights that she's had. Because of that, she has the potential to become a, a star in this organization okay so there's that and now the co-main event of the evening oh my goodness it's gonna be a light heavyweight bout between Ovin St. Prue and Tyson Pedro so Tyson Pedro I think he is from Australia and or New Zealand I'm not exactly sure but he I, all I do know is that he's a dangerous, dangerous guy and you should not mess with him because 
he has been able to knock down and um, completely demolish some of the veteran guys that we've had in the light heavyweight um, division and some of the guys that have actually moved down potentially from uh, the heavyweight division to light heavyweight. He's been able to uh, to completely maul over some of those big, big names. And so because of that, he is a very dangerous guy in the roster right now. And then St. Pru, of course, we know him. He's been in the game for such a long time. He's fought guys like John Jones and everybody, everybody. He's fought everybody. And um, because of the physique, you could say, that he has, because of those long limbs and everything, he he's a really, really good kickboxer. And um, because of all those things, he's able to keep away from his opponent but still manage to touch and um, um, contact, you could say, his opponent's chin and um, throw phenomenal inaccurate shots, which are super, super important, in particular in a light heavyweight fight because um, you guys already know the 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 heavier you get in a fight, the chances of getting knocked out also go high. So because of that, Ovingston Pru has it all. So he has a speed, he has a power, and he can actually deliver. He has the uh, accuracy as well. So because of that, Ovingston Pru is um, is a very dangerous opponent for Tyson Pedro. I would say because Tyson Pedro, I feel like he hasn't really faced anybody uh with the magnitude of uh of uh, uh accuracy you could say and um power and speed that always improve has so because of that i would say this is actually a very good matchup for tyson pedro and on the other hand too Ovin St. Pru also needs to watch out for Tyson Pedro because of the fact that Tyson Pedro, he's a brawler and um, he doesn't really care what he gets himself into as long as he's um, dominating over you. So because of that, and he's not really scared of anything, which is a huge thing because some of the fights that you see, some of the fighters that you see, they're super cautious in their fights and they don't really want to get hit and things like that. But Tyson Pedro, on the other hand, he's not scared of anything. He's not scared to get bloodied up and um, get injured. He will. He's willing to do anything to to come on top and win against his opponent. So that's why uh, this fight is going to be super dangerous for both of these guys. And just like I said, as always, I definitely do recommend this fight to all of you guys to watch. And quickly moving on to the main event of the evening. So Donald Cowboy Cerrone is fighting Leon Edwards. So this fight, oh man. So Cowboy Cerrone, we all know, is a veteran, like a long time veteran of the sport. You call him anytime, you say, hey, Cowboy, uh, there's a fight, um, say, in Guelph, Ontario, that I would like you to actually fight. He's like, yeah, man, I'm going to be there in like 10 hours because of the flights and whatever. He's going to be there, actually, okay? No matter how big the fight is or how, like, if the opponent is well known or not, he, if he, because that's how. Okay, that's how much Donald Cowboy Cerrone loves MMA. That's how much he loves fighting, the whole game of fighting. So because of that, because of the passion that he has for the game, man, that's why he has so much heart and that's why he's super dangerous because he he fights with everything that he has, okay? Regardless if he's... um, 
winning or losing and he's fighting leon edwards who's a phenomenal mma fighter because he has all the striking and the wrestling and the jiu-jitsu so this fight is going to be interesting because just like i said donald cowboy cerrone has a lot of experience on his hands and um, leon edwards is one of those guys that is um uh, coming to the top and becoming becoming a top contender in in his uh, weight division so it's going to be super interesting and yeah, definitely, just like I said, do watch all of these fights because they're going to be super interesting. UFC Singapore, make sure you check your um, uh, time according to your time zone. See what time the, the games actually do start for you. And man, oh, I talked a lot, man, but it was so much fun. So unfortunately, that is all the time we're going to have for this week, fam. Uh, what else, man? Yeah, as you already know, you can go to CFRE.ca to catch up with our previous episodes. And you can also go to iTunes and SoundCloud to download our episodes, subscribe to our episodes, subscribe to our channel, things like that. And yeah, man, until next week, it's your girl, Janan, and this is TKO.